What's up, boys? This is episode 12. November 24th, 2022. National Sardines Day. Psych. Also Thanksgiving. But it is National Sardines Day, so pay your respects. This is a look back at week 11. If it sounds like I'm in my truck, I am. We traveled this, uh, I record on Wednesday nights. We had to travel, left right after work. So I left me no option but to set up once again my mobile lab. So if the acoustics are off and you're wondering why, or might be speaking a little softly, that's why. But the show must go on. If you think a little travel is going to keep this podcast from rolling, you have got another thing coming. This is the D12 Nation Fantasy Football League podcast. I am your host, the CEO of Hurt Not Injured, also known as HNI, again, live from my truck lab. Um, Hurt Not Injured took a big hit this week, right out of the gate. Uh, our backs are no longer against the wall. We have lost that momentum. We are now looking ourselves in the mirror. We have 1% chance to make the playoffs. And if you know anything about this league, there is a franchise that is based solely around 1%. So we might be contacting that manager, that office, or that front office to maybe get us through these tough times. But we are not dead yet. I can assure you that. Um, the streak is over. We won two in a row. We thought we had it going, but we ran into an absolute buzzsaw this week. The start your studs. So kudos to them. But not really. How dare you? Um, Look, Mike Williams tried to subscribe to our fantasy football formula of 250%. He said he was at 200%. We all know you need all five components. You need to get your guy 50%. You need a good name 50%. You need... Scoring the most points, 50%. You need guys that actually perform, 50%. Uh, and not losing close games on Monday Night Football the last 50%. So I don't know what kind of which 50% Mike Williams was missing, but he was missing one of them because he did not have a good, uh, a good show, and we hope he's okay, though. Uh, the Top Gun model, the J- <laughs> in real life, does not work for the Jets, but in fantasy football, we still believe. There was actually some movement in the league this week, so we saw a jet picked up. So somebody's trying to somebody's trying to get out of a hole, okay? But for the Jets, maybe they don't. May, well, maybe it's just one player on the Jets. So we'll see if that turns around for them as they look to start the gunslinger Mike White. Folks, it is log jam season. Took us all the way to Thanksgiving. But we told you all year, everybody in the league knew it, it's here. It's coming, and it is in full force. So let's see who can withstand that. That should be fun to watch. Okay, on the show, we've got other pertinent news. We've got initial reactions, our top three, maybe more, maybe less. We've got three words or more, or less, the pun down, a week 11 breakdown, where we had zero power animals again, a standing update, a week 12 preview, the shambles meter with some new entrants. Our poll of the day, no interview this week. Again, we were traveling, 
So the mobile office was was challenging enough, but we do have another special segment. Other pertinent news, college football playoff, SEC continues to move up the rankings for some reason. Um, UGA at one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, LSU five, USC six, Bama, whoop-de-doo, back at seven, and Clemson comes back into the top eight, and the Beavs keep climbing, boys. Get your chainsaws out. Let's go. Um... So that's the playoff rankings. They're trying, they're they are trying so hard right now to ensure that Georgia gets in, whether they win or lose a conference championship game in the SEC. And if LSU happens to beat them, then we will have two teams from the SEC. And then they're gonna try to have to figure out Ohio State and Michigan. Um, because I mean, if a non conference champion from the SEC should get in and not play in their comp, you know, then why wouldn't a Big Ten? So it's all out of whack. Expand the playoff. Give the people what they want, you cowards. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. Um, Big week. A lot of travel, a lot of food, a lot of football. Um, Be safe. Don't eat too much too early. Do not ruin your meal. Don't be a rookie. Don't be a jabroni. Pace yourself. In all aspects, it's a long day, a lot of football. So just just wanted to mention that disclaimer, our, our hurt not injured stamp disclaimer. Don't, don't pace yourself. Okay, one week left of college football before conference championships. Well, I think two weeks. No, the Army-Navy game I think is in December. Maybe the last, yeah, I think it's the last week, So, which is an awesome game. But one week. Holy cow. That means playoffs are coming to fantasy football, everybody. For some of us. <laughs> um, so some of the other pertinent news. I got a new piece of gym equipment down in the lab. I rearranged my lab to set up a more uh, inviting environment for uh, recording these shows in hopes to have guests on. Got myself a nice little desk. I got a nice piece of uh, weight training equipment. It's got the uh, plates and the cables and, you know, I can do all kinds of plenty of room for activities down there now. Got a nice rug, gigantic helmet on my desk. I sent a picture to the group chat. Um, that will not come off, even though it takes up pretty much 90% of the desk. I'm still going to leave it on there. Really brings the room together, really sets the tone for people who come and get interviewed at some point. Um, USA tied Argentina in the World Cup, or tied, uh, who do we play? Wales. USA tied Wales. I me, I consider that a well. It's not a loss. You could look. You can spin it two ways. You can be like, "What a bunch of bums," or you can say, "We're undefeated." So let's go with the undefeated. Keep the momentum going. As you eat all your leftovers on Friday, watch us play England. I believe that we will win. Let's go, baby. Uh, Argentina loses. What a shock that was. Um, upset. Upset of the century in soccer. So that was pretty cool. Uh, also, I saw a pretty cool video. One of the offensive linemen for the Eagles has an absolute, you know, the old stepbrothers, Fergie versus Fergie combined with an angel voice as they were singing, uh, I think the Philly offensive line's making a Christmas album, so be on the lookout for that. In the league, some real pertinent news, the freight train to try to end their three-game skid switch back to RBU Revolution. 
So Prince in the revolution. Now we've got RBU in the revolution. In our poll of the day, what do we think about footwear? Battle as old as time. Bedroom slippers or the slides, you know, the Adidas or the Nike. So we'll be posting that in the in the episode notes. Uh, but we'll get to a little more on later. Initial reactions, four days late from week 11. Uh, the Thursday night game update, uh, the Titans are bullies. Uh, those of you who are Packers fans, close your ears. Uh, the Packers are done. It's over. Uh, Rodgers confirmed today after their season was over pretty much that he has a broken thumb. Wow. Such a warrior playing through that. Uh, Christian Watson is a TD machine. That's good. So, But what's inevitably going to happen, what will happen, is probably the Vikings will go on a monumental losing streak because they've been playing too many close games, and the Packers will win out, and they'll both be like, Eight and eight or eight and seven, and the Packers will win the division. So that's probably what's going to happen. Just warning you here. Uh, the Pollard Express for the holiday season. Tony Pollard, absolute freak show. Good for him. The Cowboys uh, got in trouble for saying skull, the Cowboys fans uh, in Minnesota. So they were not allowed to say that anymore per the PA announcer in Minnesota. I think that was the story. So. Cowboys fans, all you got to say to a Vikings fan is keep that skull, baby. Uh, Lions win three in a row. Jamal Williams keeps scoring every touchdown under the sun, so don't count out the Lions in the north. Um, feel, so we we see that Patrick Mahomes has too much time whenever there's like 15 seconds on the clock. Uh, Justin Fields has like the opposite thing happening because he's had like three games in a row where he's had a two-minute drive to be like, all right, here we go. Here's his moment. And then ultimately ends in disaster. Hope he's okay though, because he's been electric. Pet, uh, Jets and Pats was the worst, one of the worst games I've ever watched. The Jets averaged two inches per play, just under three inches per play in the second half, uh, which was less than the amount of snow Buffalo got per hour. So Buffalo got three inches per hour of snow. The Jets only averaged two point seven inches per play. If so facto. The Bills' weather is better than the Jets' offense. It's also Mike White's season. So get ready for the finger guns all day. Bengals are Bs. Sorry for those of you who have Joe Mixon. He had five tutties. They had to buy, and then uh, they came back, I think, and then Samaj P. Ryan had three tutties. So eight tutties by the Bengals are Bs. Pretty cool. Uh, the Raiders with a thrilling overtime win as Devontae Adams was wide open the entire game. Win City. I don't know if you've seen that report. It's the inaugural win under their new tag, or maybe that's what it, that's what inspired their new tag. Also, a lot of running backs being just randomly released. Melvin Gordon with a hilarious tweet. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, look it up. Uh. Darnell Anderson or Daryl Henderson released as well. So, and then the Bucks reportedly are going to ride the hot hand. So, a lot of running back shuffling. I think uh, Daryl Henderson signed with the Jaguars. So, Travis E.T. end, maybe? Sorry for those of you who have E.T. end. Sunday Night Football, 
Too much time for Mahomes. Uh, Tony was hurt again. Kelsey's unguardable. Monday night football, Jimmy G is elite. Everybody acknowledge it, admit it, stop denying it. He's elite. Boom. Uh, he was carving up birds in honor of Thanksgiving. So he got a head start, was giving everybody some free carved carved up uh, cardinals, which is probably the turkey of the West, the Midwest, Southwest, Southwest. Turkey of the Southwest, Cardinals. He was giving everybody a free serving. And Kittle had a wrestling mask on. When we put, when he pulls out the wrestling mask, you know it's serious. So too many weapons in the Niners. Probably going to go on a run. Won't lose the rest of the year. Stamp it. Move on to Rasta La Vista, baby. Uh, no more trades. Trade season's over. We had that one right at the very end. Not a lot of movement in the uh, roster moves this week. We had two people fairly active, but I'm guessing because there's no buys in week 12 that, that that's the reason there wasn't a lot of movement. So the start your studs picked up Foster, Foster Moreau from the Raiders, Isaiah Spiller from the Chargers, and looky here, Corey Davis. He's on a little bit of a hot streak. The studs are. They just won the high score, and now he's trying to supercharge his team, maybe back into the log gym. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. And the witching hour picks up Demarcus Demarcus Robinson, Deshaun Watson, question mark. Hmm, interesting. And then Samaje Piran because Mixon's in the protocol, concussion protocol. All right, our hot and streamy start of the week, the spooky ghost, Darius Slayton, plug and play, eleven point one points. Uh, helped him, helped him get over the hump. Show so. So we say, should we say? And our benchiest beaver of the week, it goes to the witching hour for leaving Josh Palmer on his bench, who amassed 26.6 points. Ignore that drop. That was the wrong drop. It's dark in this truck. I can't see the buttons. There it is. There it is. Boom. <laughs> Sorry about that, witching hour. I, that was too much celebration on that first drop. All right, let's get into three more, three words more or less pun down. All right, three words more or less the pun down week 11. Brought to you by nobody, because we don't have a sponsor. Maybe one day. Um... <laughs> We start off with the start your studs high score 146.88 over yours truly hurt not injured 96.07. The headline reads, did I stutter for you office fans as every single person on the studs scored 10 points or more. We never stood a chance. Okay. Match up to the birds of war 70.01 new management. On a hot streak now. Watch out for new management. Um, new management 130.39. The headline reads, I don't lift heavy. I just want to stay Tony Pollard as Birds of War needed a spotter as even his bench wasn't enough to save him in this matchup. Um, matchup number three, 401k also picking up some steam. Uh, you heard him on the interview a couple weeks ago. 
401k taking on DK's piercings. 401k 139.69. DK's piercings 57.44. Sheesh. Whew. I've been there, buddy. Uh, the headline reads, extra Kelslaw on that Mahomes-made barbecue victory sandwich as Kawera's Tony went missing from the KC 30-point onslaught. 401k takes it. Matchup number four is Stadel Nino, 100.96. Topples, 1%, The headline reads, we don't cook with dairy, we use Alave oil, as 1% puts up a a lactose luster performance. Matchup number five, the witching hour, 78.22, versus the newly coined RBU Revolution 2, 111.83. The headline reads, Amari Cooper tires leave skid marks all over the witch's runway as RBU's revival sheds too much light on the witch's dark magic. Matchup number six, Spooky Ghost 105.14, taking on the Sad Cats 98.02. The headline reads, Pickens of the Litter. George Pickens went bananas. He's a good player. As the Cats have reached their nine-loss live limit. So there you have it. That's the pun down for week 11. Now we move to the standings where you can see the logjam taking shape. Um... Still in first, the Spooky Ghost on a seven-game win streak at 10-1. In second, Stadel Nino at 9-2. In third, RBU Revolution 2 at 7-4. In fourth, Birds of War at 6-5. In fifth, 401k Fidelity Mutual Trust Savings on a two-game winning streak at 6-5. In sixth, new management coming soon, climbing the ranks. Two-game win streak, 5-6, right in the midst of it. In seventh, I believe, yes, the witching hour in seventh on a two-game losing streak at five and six. In eighth, 1% on a three-game losing streak at five and six. In ninth, the start your studs climbing up a little bit at four and seven. In tenth, DK's piercings slipping a little bit at four and seven. In eleventh, pretty much all year, hurt not injured, me, yours truly, three and eight. And then in 12th, the Sad Cats on a four-game losing streak at 2-9. and nine. So they're in the middle where you had the 401K new management and the witching hour and 1%. They, there was a lot of jostling there, but Start Your Studs is right in the mix, no question. So this week is going to be pretty awesome. You're getting ready to find out as we go into our Week 12 preview. Week 12 preview. This The headline for this one is the top teams are looking at some trap games. And I'm not going to say who it is yet, but you can bet who it might be. Uh, the, the next headline on this is there's a, the, the log jam. I mean, it's, I mean, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams right there. I mean, a lot could change over the next few weeks as we go down the nitty gritty. So. Zero power animal matchups, again, I think for the third week in a row, and no buys. So, first matchup, hurt not injured, yours truly, versus a spooky ghost. And if you remember from early in the season, we made a call out on a headline of one of our pun downs, and that turned out to be disastrous for us because those two franchises couldn't be going in any more opposite directions. So this headline reads, The Revenge of the Fluky Comment Heard Around the World Game. 
Because you remember we called him the fluky ghost, and apparently his team didn't like that. So matchup two, RBU Revolution takes on new management coming soon. This headline reads, The Revolution versus The Institution. Matchup number three. Well, now, look, RBU, RBU Revolution and new management. This is a big game. Big game. This could drag RBU right back into the mix. Birds of War versus Star Your Studs. And this is the turkey or the stud thing. Which one's better? I like stuffing. But, well, together they're both great. And the Birds of War sit at 6-5. and five. The studs can get right back into the log jam. I mean, he can pull. This, we've got a lot of logs that are pulling other logs back is what's going on here. We've got the Witching Hour taking on 401K. And this is Sorcery versus Social Security as the witching hour on a two-game losing streak has pretty much swapped places with 401k, so this could drag both of this could drag them both to the middle. They could be the nucleus of the log jam. Um, matchup number five, DK's piercings takes on one percent. This is iron versus calcium, the periodic table showdown. One percent again, three-game losing streak. DKs can climb back in there, so. We'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Stadel Nino in our final matchup takes on the Sad Cats, and this is Stadel Gatto. So Sad Cats pretty much at it, but you can see Sad Cats in 12th taking on Stadel Nino in second, Hurt Not Injured in 11th taking on the Spooky Ghost at first. So don't call it a trap game. No cap, no trap. All right, poll of the week bedroom slippers versus slides. Uh, for me, I all the time, I am always wearing some sort of shoe in the house. I do not like to, I don't know what it is. Maybe if I had carpet, we have hardwood throughout our house. Um, I'm always a guy that has either a pair of slippers or slides on. Now, I prefer slides, like some nice Nike slides. Now, those are the way to go. They're easy access. You slip them on, you slip them off. They're weather resistant. Uh, they do get slick in the garage. And with these knees, I got to be careful. So I make the switch when I go outside. I don't walk through that glo- that garage on slick floors. Your boy might wind up, you know, in a leg brace again. We don't need any of that. Um, so typically I go slides. More recently, I bought a pair of Hey Dudes. Now, those are more slippers. So I do like those. Those are a good pair of shoes. I'll tell you what, brother. Uh, but if you had, you know, shoe to my head, I'm going slides. So let me know what you think. All right. shambles meter the witching hour. You, hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Hey, pal. It's you and the one percenters. The, sham, the shambles are surrounding you, or you're in the shambles. I mean, I've been in the I live. I live in the shambles. Or you, you live in the shambles. I was born in the shambles. Okay? So come on down. Join us. Uh, verbal meme. No, visual meme. Visual gif. Dr. Evil doing the come give me a hug with his hands. There you go. Come on. Join me in the Sad Cats. The Jets also just had to throw them in there. Shambles. All kinds of quarterback controversy. Their offense was putrid. Uh, so good luck to them. All right. No interview today. Uh, we'll do another special segment. I touched on some Thanksgiving things on the last episode, and I'm going to go a little bit more into detail this episode. So. Special segment coming at you. All right. Let's get a little more into these Thanksgiving uh, topics. Just a quick rundown here. 
I've, I've got a list of five things. I've got three groups of five. So I categorize them in the top five main dishes, the top five sides, and the top five desserts. All right. Top five main dishes, starting with number five. Some people, this might create controversy, but it is number five is stuffing. Okay. The reason it's a main dish, you don't ever eat stuffing any other time during the year, ever, except for Thanksgiving. So I put it up there on the pantheon of uh, palate cleansers, palate uh, tantalizers. Let's go with that. So I'm putting stuffing in the main dish because the only time I eat stuffing is on Thanksgiving. And I eat a lot of it. Fourth, lasagna. I'm Italian. I come from a big Italian family. There's all there used to always be some sort of pasta on Thanksgiving, so that also might be controversial. Number three is ham. Love a good Thanksgiving ham. You aren't kidding, pal. Let me tell you, I love ham. Now you can't put really. I mean, you can. I guess you could put ham with gravy, but you can't really do that. But on a nice roll or a biscuit, oh yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, number two is turkey with gravy. Got to have gravy. You you load up turkey, gravy, stuffing on your plate, mashed potatoes. We'll get to those. But that's that's the holy trinity as far as I'm concerned. That's the holy triumvirate. Um, all right. Number one, prime rib. My family does prime rib and a turkey. We have a big family. So that is spectacular. And I don't even need to elaborate on that. Prime rib is number one the question. I don't care what this college football playoff committee would say. They'd probably be like, oh, look at their strength of schedule or game control or win quality or whatever. No, prime ribs first. Get out of here. Um, top five sides. Number five, green bean casserole. you got to have some sort of vegetable. Uh, and the beauty about green bean casserole is that it is a vegetable, but it's swimming in onion rings and crunchy stuff and cream of mushroom stuff. So. You can at least feel good when you add a little bit of color because if you go if you go turkey gravy stuffing mashed potatoes, you know you're not you're not coloring the you're not covering the color wheel whatsoever. Uh, number four is rolls or biscuits, whatever your family does. Either one of those, gotta have it. It's a nice delivery medium. You know, put your uh, plus you can save them for tomorrow. Make turkey sandwiches, all that stuff. So rolls definitely a must. Number three is mac and cheese. Controversial. People are like, oh, you know, you can you can eat mac and cheese anytime. Yeah, well, guess what? I like mac and cheese anytime, and I like it on Thanksgiving. So how about that? Stuffing is the one that you don't eat all the time. That's why it's a main dish. Number two, mashed potatoes. Goes without saying. Uh, that's like the offensive line of Thanksgiving, I would say. Uh, thick, you know, hearty, uh, solid. Uh, you got to win in the trenches. You can actually make a trench and then dump gravy in it. So mashed potatoes, number two. Number one side is beer or bourbon. No question. When you're cooking the turkey, you're hanging out with the family, you're watching football, you just sip on one or two nice flavored beers. Everybody doesn't have to work. It's just a good time. So number the number one side is beer or bourbon. No question. Top five desserts. Let's get into them. Peanut butter pie. I like peanut butter pie. My grandma used to make it, so um, I don't eat a lot of pie throughout the year. Again, only on Thanksgiving, pretty much, and Christmas. Um, so peanut butter pie, love it. Uh, next one is the pumpkin roll, not the pumpkin pie. Get out of get out of here with the pumpkin pie. Don't be a weirdo. 
Uh, I just don't like the consistency of pumpkin pie. I like the pumpkin roll. It's pretty dense. Got a nice texture. Got some got some uh, whipped cream in there or whatever that stuff is or cream cheese filling. Spectacular. Number three, controversial, I think, to some, is sweet potato casserole. My mother-in-law makes a sweet potato casserole that is out of this world. It could pretty much be eaten as a dessert. It's phenomenal. So not pie, not sweet potato pa- casserole, or or not sweet potato pie, not pumpkin pie, sweet potato casserole and a pumpkin roll. Get your get your fix that way. Number two is apple pie. No question. Some people are, you know, you'll look at this list and be like, where's the cherry pie? Where's the chocolate pie? Where's the pumpkin pie? This is my list. You want your list? Submit it. Apple pie. Love apple pie. My mom makes a killer apple pie. And number one, lemon meringue pie. That is, I only get it like once or twice a year again. So. It is top dog. All right, so there you have it, my three top five lists. If you have any qualms with that, any quarrels, any queries, you let me know, and then you let me know what you think. So, all right. Um, This was a shorter episode. Uh, I didn't think about this, but when I got in the truck, I was like, this feels good, and now that I'm sitting out here and it's not – the truck's not on. Uh, it's a little chilly. Um, so a little shorter episode. I don't have any lights, but we're making it work. So we are committed to this podcast. We are committed to this league. Um, all right. That's it for today. That's it for week 11 review, week 12 preview. Uh, good luck to everyone. Everybody have a nice Thanksgiving. Um, travel safe. Don't forget the power rankings here. Make sure you load your plate up with some combination of these dish, these main dishes, sides, and desserts. I'm always, my first dish is going to be prime rib first with stuffing with mashed potatoes. And then I go back and get some turkey and then some of these other ones. And then I finish it off with a nice piece of lemon meringue. And then later in the night, I might have a slice of apple pie. So a lot of eating. I'm going to try to get a workout in tomorrow before all this nonsense goes down. So I can feel a little bit better about myself. Um, so that is episode 12. Um, like I said, safe travels, everyone. And then we will be back next week. We're getting closer to the playoffs. We're getting closer to rivalry week. We're going to have a special guest for rivalry week. And I hope next week we'll return to having another special guest. So in the meantime, enjoy the football. Enjoy your family. See you. Oh, don't forget. Also have another podcast called The Millie Goats, more DFS-based. So check that out if you want. Also on Twitter at Millie Goats. So see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving.